This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The believers walking in the way of righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you and all that you're doing, and all that you're going to do. Most of all, Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to call upon your name. I ask you to allow me to decrease while you increase in my life, that I speak that which you would have me to say, and will cause someone hard to be pricked, so that they may go forth and be and do that which you would have them to do. And Father, we just thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. I tell you what, as I say, it's getting closer the year is, I mean, the month is almost gone, February. Listen, I'm looking for you that, that I never met in person to meet me, make plans to be there April the 29th and the 30th. The 30th, the 29th, it will be empowerment for women's, empowerment for men's that evening. And the reason we are saying empowerment is because I promise you, you're going to hear some things that will cause you to go forth in the Lord. And you will go a higher heights and a deeper depths in the Lord. Amen. That's why I want you to come that 29th. And then that 30th, amen, when at 3 o'clock, we will be having our family, spiritual family reunion. I'm expecting to see some of my friends that I hadn't seen in a good while, amen, uh, because I've been in left Atlanta now about seven years. So, uh, I mean, living in Atlanta for about seven, uh, uh, almost eight years. So I would love to see some of them, and then I would love to see some of you that I never met personally. That's right. I know you listen to me on the radio and some I've talked to on the phone, but I would love to meet you personally. 
Come and be a part of our spiritual family reunion. I promise you, it will be a blessing. All right? Looking forward to seeing it. And then you'll be hearing the promo throughout that time coming. But uh, please, please make it a point. Or put it on your calendar. Set that time aside and see won't it be a blessing to you. Amen. We thank God. I thank God for this day. Amen. I thank God for what God is doing. Now, believers, I promise you, we can see, we can look around us and see all the turmoil and see all the things and happening and what have taken place in our government and our, and, and just all around now, we can see that we know, we say, we believe that, oh, man, things is coming to an end. Things is getting worse and worse. We see that. Yes, I know all of you do. And then when you look at the church world, when you look at us, those people that were saying that they love the Lord Jesus Christ, they in love with God, but yet you see them now, they're falling away. They're drifting away. They're drifting to other direction. They are picking up other spirits and other things. And then they are calling that righteousness. Believers, let me tell you something. The enemy out to deceive us. Amen. That's his job. He don't want you to inherit the kingdom of God. Now, see, the Bible tells you that God have chosen you from the foundation of the world. But see, those who have been chosen, listen, you have a, a steadfast mind. You have to have a steadfast mind to appreciate what God is doing and what not that he's, uh, listen, God is too wise to make a mistake. I want you to understand that. Just like he chose Judas. You see what I'm saying? He chose Judas knowing that Judas was going to be the one to betray him. He chose Pharaoh. Listen to me, believers. He chose Pharaoh, yes, to Pharaoh and hard Pharaoh hard because of the fact that he knew that Pharaoh would be working against him. Now, Judas and some of you have been chosen in the same way. That's right. That's right. I know we don't like the. You say, well, brother, well, why are you always going back to that? Well, that's one of the easiest, easiest uh, parables that, that he made an illustration of. In the 13th chapter of the book of Matthew, he said, you know, uh, he let them know around that 18th, 19th verse. Uh, let's go down to the 20th verse right quick. He said, but he that received the seed among stony place, the same is he that heard the word and among with joy received it, but yet had not root in himself. Listen, believers, we saying, yeah, they get excited. You know, back back when my my era, uh, people being saved, 
uh, it always, the devil always come up with something new to, to uh, sidetrack you. Uh, you know, Paul said over here in uh, uh, Galatians, it says um, it was talking about that letting you know that the people over there, they were saying they loved the Lord, and he was saying this. Here you go, Galatians, the fifth chapter, and he said, Ye did run well, but who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? Did you hear that? For you not to obey the truth. We aren't talking about the stuff that you don't know. No, 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 no. We're talking about the stuff that you know. Remember back when I read, let's go back here. They received the seed and among with great joy received it. They got excited about it. They believed that, wow, Lord, I thank you. God, I thank you for pulling me out of sin. I thank you for doing a great work in me. Now, Lord, I really, really, really uh, want to go forth in your name. Back as I was uh, getting ready to say, back when I got converted, they had this thing, uh, these, uh, what we called back then, hippies. They had this uh, saying, Jesus Christ, the superstar. And, and, and what they were saying, he was a superstar, and you could be worldly, you can do all this, but yet you can have Christ. Believers, let me tell you something. We are living in this day and time that you got to grab hope to that which you know. We're not talking about stuff that you don't know. We're not talking about if you go in Revelation and talk about it, if you go in Daniel and talk about things that you may not have an understanding. And it's nothing wrong with that. You're not understanding because you hadn't grown to that. Paul declared that we should desire the sincere milk of the word. So now, listen to me, listen to me now. If he done told you to desire the sincere milk of the word, so therefore the things, oh, listen to me now, listen to me, the thing that you know, we ain't talking about stuff that you don't know, the things that you know you should obey. That's right. You should obey. Why? Because God have, have breathed it into you in order for you not to have an excuse. We all can say, oh, that brother is short on this, that, that sister is short on that. And we all can say, oh, they believe this and uh, they believe that. Yes, it might be that way. But here's what you got to understand. Don't look at them. You need to focus on what God have told you to be. And see, God focused, uh, God allowed you to see yourself. See, nobody would be without an excuse. Oh, yeah, listen to me. Listen to me. When you stand before God, you will be without excuse. Why? Because he have breathed 
knowledge unto you. Guess what? Judas ain't going to be without an excuse. Judas, even when he had committed the crime, he had sold Jesus out. He had said that I'm going the one who I kiss. Uh, uh, that's the one. You know, he, in other words, they might have had hesitation of getting the wrong one or picking the wrong one because if you're not in that, that realm, then you would have looked at the wrong one. But guess what? Judas had guilt so much. Number one, he realized he didn't want the money. That's the first thing he realized. But why? Because he said, I have a betrayed an innocent man. He didn't want the money. Listen, money ain't going to do you no good if you get it the wrong way. If God didn't give it to you in a way that it would be righteous, trust me, believers, it ain't going to count to nothing. You ain't going to want the money. Listen, Reverend Ike, uh, when he died a few years ago, he was uh, he left New York and went to the West Coast and then went trying to find a place, you know, that he could breathe. But see, you can't run from death. I want you to understand that Hebrews 927 said it is an appointed unto uh, once. Listen, it is an appointed once to die. And after death is judgment. So guess what? The next thing that you come into is judgment. So we can't escape. We can't escape. Now, the last time I checked, it was one per person. One per person died. Amen. And if they ain't died, they going to die. Amen. That's right. When nobody have escaped. I haven't met nobody have escaped. Uh, matter of fact, I've heard people's getting a hundred and some years old, 120 something, I think last, I heard somebody got 124 years. Well, guess what? They might have uh, been uh, living that long, but guess what? They got an appointment too. And so do we. We have an appointment. So therefore, it's going to be a sad day that we allow something to hinder us. I ain't talking about stuff that you don't know, believe. I'm talking about that righteousness, that holiness that you know. That's what I'm talking about. See, if we talk about, well, you know, uh, you don't know, understand about this and that. No, no, no. Forget this and that. We talking about the things that God have pricked in your heart. That's right. I, I listen to me. When a person have love in their heart, they got the commandment sold up. And you got to observe the commandment because God himself wrote it with his own finger. And if he wrote it with his own finger, there is no escaping. Now one of them. We can fix it up. Jesus said, think not that I come to destroy the law. I didn't come to destroy, but I came to fulfill. Now, back to what I was saying. Those things that you receive, the knowledge that you know, the knowledge that you can say, 
You know, God opened my eyes. See, listen to me. When I got converted, I, I, I wasn't religious. Okay, what I mean, I didn't have to go to a fellowship. I wasn't made like some of you was made to go to church. When you was a little kid, you had to learn Sunday school and all those. I don't, we didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do that. And in the process, I grew up just the opposite. So I think I went to church about three times that I can remember uh, coming up. So I, I wasn't religious. So I didn't know anything about it. I thought religion was for people that couldn't make it in the society. They would turn and get religious because they couldn't make it. That's the way I look at it. But let me tell you something. When I got converted, didn't know nothing but John 3, 16 and 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Didn't know nothing but them two scriptures. But I held on to them. Why? I held on to them because I was saying, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for me. And whosoever believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And I held on to, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Oh, yes, I held on to that. You know why I held on to that? Because those two scriptures meant something to me. Those two scriptures. No, no, no. It wasn't the Bible. Like, see, people, I, I, I have people that they grab one, hold the one scripture, and they go and make a church doctrine out of it. Listen, uh, I've had people to tell me, well, brother, well, God so loved the world that he, everybody can be saved. No, everybody can't because the Bible said that he have the vessel of honor and the vessel of dishonor. The Bible said Jacob he loved, Esau he hated. Now, you can't get one scripture to contradict the other. You have to have a mindset because Romans, the ninth chapter, say those he foreknew. Yes, those that foreknew, he also predestinated. And why? He predestinated them to be conformed to the image of his son. That's what it's about, believers. Not just grabbing hope to one scripture. Not just taking that, but, but, but listen, those two scriptures that I had, didn't have nothing else, didn't know nothing else, couldn't remember nothing else because it was so hard to look like for me to even remember the Bible. I've been going around for years. Uh, I have uh, some money that I give people. If you can give me the books of the Bible, and do you know most preachers can't do that? What You say, but brother, well, that ain't nothing. Why would we learn that? Well, guess what? Why would you learn how to shoot your gun? If you got a gun, why would you learn how to cut the knife? Didn't you teach your children when they pass a knife, do not pass the knife pointing at 
you turn the knife around and give that person the handle. Remember you teaching your children there. Remember you learning about the guns, where the bullet goes in. Listen to me, believers. Only thing I'm saying is this. You got to be willing to know God's will, God's way in your life. You got to be willing to learn God's will, God's way in your life. Then these other things will come to pass. Yes, everything else, you will grow. You will go grow in him. And therefore, the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches will not choke the word. Why? Because you are not like these worldly peoples that entertain and, and, and you say, well, I, I think if the world can do it, we can do it. I, I heard a preacher saying that that's, that's mess. That is pure D mess. Because the world, uh, he was saying, uh, I can't think of name now, but anyway, she had did a, 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 a concert and it was, uh, Beyonce. That's it. He had she had did a concert, and they said he he got she got twenty four million dollars, and they say well we bringing the truth, so we should be getting all our this. The Bible says seek those things not here. We need to seek those things that are above, believers. It ain't about the things that's here. When we focus on the things that's here, <clears throat> excuse me, we are losing out because that's what the devil wants you to do. The devil wants you to do that. That's why Paul said here in the book of Galatians says this, Ye did run well. Remember some of you, when you got converted, when you got really had Christ as Lord of your side, and you was willing to pray, you was willing to read, you was willing to fast. Listen, let me ask you something. I know, I know, listen, I already know. I can hear the, 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 the saying in your mind, but brother, well, I take medication. Well, guess what? I used to didn't take medication. I used to go fast and pray. But have you believed God? Have you believed God to say, Lord, I need to give myself to you today, and I'm just going to stay away from the people because I want to please you? Uh, have you did that lately? Have, have you just did that this Cut off your television. And uh, your web brother, well, I don't watch that much television. I watch uh, just a couple of programs. But let me ask you something. Can you add your couple of programs up to your Bible studying? Do you know that the Bible, that when we got converted, yes, when you got converted, you was willing to read your Bible. Man, I was willing to read my Bible. It's sad to say I was willing to read my Bible and I take a what they call a smoke break at the job. I get there and read my Bible for that short length of time. Why? My little New Testament I had in my back pocket. 
Why? Because I wanted to know God's will for my life. I wanted to know what God had planned for me and what I was going to receive. Believers, let me tell you something. We don't, we forgetting about uh, the race that God has put you in, that you have been set in in order to do that which God has called you to do. It's just not right. We must. Do you understand what I'm saying? We must believe that God have called us out and he have chose us. And see, we are not going to uh, uh, follow this direction, that direction. Just do what you know to do. You see, I believe God. One thing I believe God, let me tell you something. The reason I say I can believe God, because I was converted. God, I received Christ in an independent little old Baptist church. And man, we had uh, four deacons in that particular church. And every one of them was doing uh, uh, fleshless sins that you could see. What, I, what you mean, fleshless sin? Uh, they was either smoking, uh, pale mail, cigar. Uh, they was drinking casually, as they called it. Because one of them told me, said, uh, young blood, you need to get you some rock candy, get you some rock candy and put it in some alcohol. I forgot, uh, uh, rock and rye or something like that. I, I can't remember. But they had uh, those, but yet God saved me. Do you know what? God put Samuel in the, in the midst of Hophna and Phineon. He put Samuel in the midst of them. Why? Because God will raise up a seed in the midst so you no one around you would have an excuse. Oh, yeah. See, well, I'm going to have to go on break. I'm going to come back on that. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Believers, believers, believers. Get ready to join Brother James Ware in his first annual spiritual family reunion. Taking place April 29th and April 30th at the Fulfillment Church, located at 6810 Walker Road in Riverdale, Georgia. First up on April 29th, we have the Women Only Empowerment Conference. That's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Next up, the Male Empowerment Conference. That's from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. On April 30th, we all come together at 3 p.m. for our first spiritual family reunion. For more information, call Brother James Ware at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. We look forward to seeing you on April 29th and April 30th at the Fulfillment Church located at 6810 Walker Road, Riverdale, Georgia for Brother James Ware's first annual spiritual family reunion. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. 
If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, praise God, we are back. We are back. Amen. We thank God for you, you, and especially for you. Would you be ever so kind? to tell somebody about the broadcast, or if you're listening to us online, would you tell someone else to uh, check us out? We would appreciate it. Amen. The word of mouth is the best way to get the word across. So we would appreciate it. Uh, that Now listen, you heard that uh, the advertising. Please make plans for the 29th and the 30th of August, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm sorry, uh, uh, 29th and the 30th of April, that we are having our family reunion, two days, and one day it's going to be empowerment for the sisters, and and that evening it's going to be empowerment for the brother. Now, why are you saying it doing that? Well, because of the fact that I see the church scared to touch on things. We got preachers getting divorced and remarried. We got preachers doing this and cussing and going on, and, and, and it's okay. But guess what? We got men of God. No, it ain't going to be brother where We got men of God that live in the life that will tell you, show you in the scripture what you can do. Amen. And I'm telling you, these brothers are really, and these sisters, these uh, missionaries, amen, have their hearts set on obeying God and teaching the women. So please, make your way out there. Let me meet you. If I hadn't met you and I have known you, let me see you again, all right? Looking forward for that. All right, but like I was saying, uh, I was saying that, because of the fact that God raises you up in situation for to be a blessing to somebody. Do you understand? May not be your uh, uh, nobody there in your church. It might be somebody in your family need to know what righteousness is. It might not be somebody in your family. It might not be somebody in the church. It might be a friend that God decided that he want to raise you up. Just like I told you, when when Samuel came there as a little lad, uh, God raised him up there. And he became the priest, the seer of that time. Hop 9, Finian, they was having sex with the, with the peoples and they was taking the food, the, the sacrifice, they was doing all kind of stuff. 
And God didn't let him, he let him got away with it for a little while, just like some of us done did thing. God let us got away for a little while. But then he commanded all men to come to repentance. And then if you don't repent, then the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience. See, people don't believe that today. People think, yes, I believe that if an individual gets saved, listen, I believe that if you get saved, you ain't halfway saved. Just like you born in this uh, in this world, you came into this world. You didn't come into this world a half a, a breath, a half a person. You came as a whole person, meaning that you had life. But let me tell you something then that life will get snuffed out if you do a wrong thing early. And in some things, you ain't got to do a wrong thing early because I've been around uh, a little while myself, and I've seen other people, others individuals. Now, that's the truth. Others individuals that will, uh, 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 was better help than me, but they was checked out of here. Why? Because of the fact God knew that he had something else for me to do. And somebody like yourself could be that individual. God got somebody that he needs you to be a light to. And that's why Paul was saying that, that I read in Galatians, the fifth chapter, that you ran well, but you got hindered. You got stopped. You don't want to read no more. You don't want to do this no more. You don't want to fast no more. Just because you're taking a little medication, you don't even want to sacrifice a couple of meals. Maybe you couldn't sacrifice two days, a whole day. But I know you can sacrifice a couple of meals. Yes, you can sacrifice a couple of meals. You can say, I'm not going to eat nothing from 6 in the morning to 6 in the evening. Oh, yes, you can do that. But you know what? Because you don't been hindered. You don't allow the cares of this life. Listen, I don't care what you say or what you do. God got you. He got you. If you sacrifice him for God, you mean to tell me God's going to allow something bad to happen? No, ma'am. No, sir. And how we know that? We, we see uh, uh, in the Bible in, that we don't read. We often talk about Daniel and the lion then. We often talk about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We often talk about how they were thrown in the fire furnace and how that God preserved them. And he got in the fire furnace with them. Jesus. Why? Because the Bible says in the book of Daniel say, uh, did not we throw three in? But I see a fourth one, and the fourth one looked like the Son of God. So guess what? Uh, he was in there with them. God will be in the fire furnace with you if he's going to preserve. But if he's not going to preserve, then you can say like Paul, I kept the faith, I finished my course, now laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Then you're not losing either way. 
So what? It, the devil saying, want to tell you, well, you do this, you ain't going to enjoy your life. Listen, believers, listen to me, listen to me. You will, don't care what nobody say, it is joy in serving God. Oh, yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Why? Because of the fact you even live better. That's right. You li- listen to me now. Somebody going to say, well, brother, where? I just disagree with that. Let me tell you. And uh, when I looked at my mom and dad, I was 39, so they had to be 49, 50s, in the late 50s. And in the late 50s, they had high blood pressure and and they had uh, diabetes. And I didn't want to be there. And I, And God led a minister uh, he's dead and gone now, but he came by our church and he said, we need to eat according to the Bible. No, I'm not telling you salvation, but I'm telling you that's going to keep you from getting these diseases that's coming upon people. And I, I heard that at 39 years old, I changed my diet. I start eating according to Leviticus, the 11th chapter. I stood on that. I left pork alone. I left the oysters and all the shrimps and all that stuff, catfish and all that. I left it alone. And I'm a living witness that God has blessed me. I'm uh, done complete three scores in 10. And yet, God help bless me. I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have uh, 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 what they call cholesterol or what they call it, uh, high blood or uh, diabetes or nothing. Now, if I look at my family, believers, not trying to condemn them and brag, but I'm the oldest out of eight siblings. And every one of my siblings except the two youngest one, I believe, the two youngest, the, no, not the two youngest, the youngest one and one of the girl, that it only one that don't have high blood pressure and diabetes. Why? Because God want to prove himself to others. Now, if I ain't proving it to nobody else, I can prove it to my, my, my brothers and sisters. I can prove it to them. I'm being the oldest and they being younger. And I'm not uh, doing this and I'm not having that. Yes, I, I'm, I'm not listening. I can't run or do things like I used to. No, ma'am. No, sir. But I thank God that I'm able to take care of myself, able to cook, able to clean up, able to do these things. And I don't need no help by the mercy and the goodness of God. Why? Because I believe God. So what I'm saying to you, you that's uh, going through, why not go back to where you was when you received Christ? Remember, remember I said over there, the 13th chapter, I know, I know you get tired of me reading, but that 20th, uh, what that? Uh, yeah, uh, 20th verse, it said, 
13 and 20 say, But he that receiveth the seed on stony place, the same is he that heard the word, and among with joy received it. You remember when you got saved? When you got saved, when you gave your life to the Most High, to Jesus Christ, your Savior, to Yahshua HaMashiach, when you gave your life to Jesus, Lord of all, you got so excited. You was wanting to reach a Bible. You was wanting to pray. You was wanting to do this thing. But yet, say, but next verse, 21st verse, but yet has not root in himself. Endure for a while. When tribulation and persecution arises, because, listen, because of the word, they by and by, they was offended. They didn't get offended on the thing. You see what I'm saying? They got offended on the word. And you know why? Because God had told them, you, need, you can't shack. You can't commit fornication. You can't steal. You can't uh, bear false witness. See, all that, that, the Ten Commandments is our guide. I often say it, believers, if you're driving on the road, you got signs to obey the traffic uh, direction. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, you got right in your mind, you got to do what? Follow those things. If you don't follow them, you will probably have a wreck or uh, get locked up. You sure would. You know why? Because of the fact that God, uh, that the traffic is there for you to be saved. So is it God's got the same thing. He got the same thing for you to be saved. Right. Yes, he do. It, it's there for you to be saved. No, it ain't salvation. Your salvation is in Jesus plus nothing. He has shed the blood. He has sacrificed himself for you. So we ain't got to talk about this or that. None of that means anything. You know why? Because it's about you living for the Lord. That's what it's about. And any time that you do anything and think that you're going to get some uh, points on brownie points. You can't get brownie points. You're just doing it because he have told you, he has showed you that you would live better. Yes, you would live better if you obey the scriptures. That's all he's saying. Uh-uh, nothing else means nothing. It really don't. It don't mean nothing except obeying the word of God. That's what it's all about. And obey that which you know. That's why I'm going back to what I was saying, that uh, ye did run well uh, in the fifth chapter of Galatians. Ye did run well, but who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Listen, folks, we're not talking about obeying the truth that Brother Ware know. 
No, 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 no. We are not talking about obeying the truth that your pastor know or your mother or your father. No, no, no. We are talking about obeying the truth that you know. How is it that the devil is getting you to slide off of this, slide off of that? And you know what? And he's making a good stand. Look at the believers today. They, you can't tell the believers, the so-called Christian people from the peoples of the world. Why? Because we are going through the same problem, the same ritual. We are doing it, and we are yet praising the world while we say we praise in God. Yes, yes, it can't happen, believers. It can't happen. We got to come out from among the world and be ye separate. That's what your Bible say. That ain't what Brother Ware is saying. So what I'm saying, Jesus said, think not that I come to destroy the law. So he didn't come to destroy the commandments. No, he died for the ceremonial laws. No, we don't have to do the things that in the ceremonial because guess what? The veil of the temple was red. And all of the customs and the things that we had to do, it is not for us today. It is not. I don't care how many want to say that it is and want to put themselves in bondage. And most of them that's doing that, they are not living anything anyway. So it, it ain't up to brother where to judge. But I noticed every brother that saved that I ran into, okay, that every brother that I ran into was talking about, you know, we, we got to get into all the laws. We got to do this. We got to do that. And, and, and I look, and they using profanity like it's nothing. They, they don't mind using They say, Oh, well, uh, excuse me, Brother Webb, if, that make up, if that's a hindrance to you. No, no, no. My Bible said in the book of James, how can sweet water and bitter water flow from the same fountain? Now, I can give you scriptures on you shouldn't use profanity. No, no, there's no reason for a man or woman of God, somebody have surrendered your life, for you to be using profanity. No, ma'am, no, sir. It doesn't work. It's not uh, kosher. It's not right for you to do so. But the devil have hindered a lot of people and caused you to not to obey the truth that you know. When you first got saved, listen, when you first surrendered your life to the Lord, Go back and think about it in your mind. No, you didn't have the truth that you got now. You didn't have it. No, ma'am. No, sir. But you had the truth that would bring you out of sin, that you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believed it in your heart. And as David said in the 51st Psalm, a broken and a contrite spirit. You had that, and God will not despise it. But, oh, brothers and sisters, somewhere down the line, oh, listen to me now, listen to me. Somewhere down the line, 
you begin to take the Bible. You begin to uh, learn certain things that you can do and cannot do. You begin to learn how you can do things uh, that it's okay for you to do it, but it ain't okay for nobody else to do it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's what we do. It's okay for us to do it. But really, somebody else? No. You ain't saying if you're doing it. You, you, you know, we always judge everybody else. Never looking at ourselves. Never looking at what we're doing. But, but Paul was saying, who hindered you? Why is you being hindered? You say, hindered for what, Brother Well, Hindered for the things that God put you on the course. When God saved you, listen to me, you sister, when God saved you, you start dressing different. I mean, every woman that I've known, okay, it might be some that didn't know, but every woman that i know, when they got saved, they start dressing different. They didn't dress like a holler. No, ma'am. They didn't dress to show their this and that and all that. No, ma'am. No, sir. They wouldn't do it. And you brothers, it's amazing how that you got saved. You was willing to walk straight. But then all of a sudden, now you want to have a wife and a woman and justify. Well, you know, bro. Uh, God did bless us with that. Uh, no, no, no. You got to come back to the realness of the scripture. You got to be all that God have called you to be. You got to surrender all that God have given you to surrender. If you are not doing these things, brethren, I promise you, then you might not be saved. You might just be a, a, a going in a way, and you've been hindered from the truth. Do you know that Judas didn't know where he was or what he was or why he was with when he's seeing the miracle? Of course, Judas was on the boat when they decided to go to the other side, and all of a sudden he saw that Christ stood up and he began to rebuke the wind and began to... Uh, rebuked the waves and the wind, and all of a sudden everything got calm, surely that would have been enough to prick his heart to say, you know what, that man is really a man of God. But wait a minute, Judas, you saw that he uh, raised the young girl up. Yeah, if you didn't sue well, you say, no, I, I wasn't there. But Peter, James, and John were there. But guess what? I know they came back and told you, and I saw, I, I can say, Judas, you was with him when he raised up the, the man at the pool of Bethesda. Uh, when you came back, y'all came back from the city, and the woman was, uh, uh, the Samaritan woman knew, and, and, and you know, that's another thing. This another thing that I want to, I'm going to get on, but not now. It's amazing how that we are mixed with this and mixed with that. And then we want to cry that we are the pure this and we are the pure that. No, no, no. What was a Samaritan? Folks, have you ever turned around 
and just did a little research, a Samaritan was a half Jew. They, they was uh, uh, converted to what we call today uh, a mixed race, a white and a black mix. That's what uh, they was, and all of a sudden, uh, the real Jew didn't have no dealing with them. But guess what? That's why she said what she said. That's why she had knowledge that we should go to yonder mountain and worship. Remember her telling Christ that? We go to yonder mountain and worship. But see, let me, let me, let me get back to what I was saying. Brothers, y'all need to get back to the foundation when you was converted. When you cried out to God and tears and, and snot rolling from your nose and everything and, and, and you loved it God then and you was willing to be obedient, but now you're running around and you're justifying yourselves in the sight of man and think it's okay. But let me say this, when you get on a bed of affliction, when you get where you think that you finna check over, cross over, you will have a different mindset. Sisters, when you get over and you realize it ain't about this person, it ain't about this man looking at me, it's about me obeying God. When you get that mindset, when you have that mindset and say, you know what? I just want to be obedient to God. I just want to be all that God have called me for such a time as this. I see the things that's going forth. You see how these presidents, all of them, not just one, Democrat and Republican, they hide uh, a document, classified document. Why you got to take them home? You know why? because you, you're dealing with the enemy. That's why you're doing that. You're dealing with the enemy. I'll give you this and you do this for me. That's all that is. It's about they dealing with the enemy. I know y'all don't want to accept that, but I'm telling you the truth. These guys ain't got no business having none of that at their house if they was right. If they, if they was doing that which is right, None of them should have no, and, and you know, it's amazing how come they just finding this and that. Some of them don't have some so long. It's sad. It is sad, but that's the world. We expect that from the world. But what about us? We that godless should be doing different. We should be willing to make an about faith to stand for righteousness. And if we can stand for righteousness and allow ourselves to be a light to the world, that's what we need to do. Who have in it you? I'm asking you that question. Why you allow something to hinder? If it's a few dollars that you're getting, you're allowing that to hinder you. If it's a few uh, 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 church members, it's a few friends. I don't know what it is. You do it. You run it through your mind and find out what is going on, why you are doing what you are doing. If you're not sold out for Christ now, 
Brothers and sisters, it's time for you to repent and begin to fast and pray and seek God's word, not according to Brother Ware, but according to that which you already know in your heart. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that you're doing. God, I ask you to bless each and every one that's on the sound of my voice. God, I ask you to bless them in a special way. God, that they may go forth and they may remember when they receive your word with great joy. And God, they may remember how that they was running, but some way they was hindered. But God, I ask you to bless them, Lord, that they will be able to stand and obey that which you have called them to do for such a time as this in these last and evil days. God, as never before, we need them to make a stand. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's sake, amen and amen. Listen, my telephone number is 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or you can visit us online, Brother James Ware. Dot org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Amen. I would love to hear from you, and we're looking forward to seeing you very soon, if the Lord say the same. But if not, let us hear from you. Drop us a line. Let us hear how that we are blessing, being a blessing to you. Amen. It's not about Brother Ware. No, ma'am, it's about we going forth and being all that God have called us to be in these last and evil days. Because I promise you, if we got so many falling away from the Lord. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you.